Welcome to the Light Bears Institute podcast, where we seek to improve biblical literacy by discussing key storylines and themes in Scripture. All right, the guest with me today, kind of something that uh, we haven't done. Uh, it's unscripted, as all of our podcasts are unscripted, but I'm here with Rebecca Hambrice. Rebecca, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Excited to have you here. So wanted to spend some time with you today for lots of reasons, but one, you've made a big transition to our staff and you have a story that um, not many of our staff have. And so just want to hear a little bit of that story, but you also have um, a story, a backstory before even light bears with missions and things that I think are pretty interesting and um, show really how God's prepared you for this today. So uh, introduce you a little bit by um, giving some of our mutual connects. Uh, I've actually known you sort of, I guess, since your birth announcement. Literally. So not many people can say that, right? Your uh, your dad and I went uh, elementary through high school together. Your mom and dad and I went to college together with my wife Michelle, and so we were good friends uh, there as well. And so it's been fun to to watch their journey and sort of by extension get to know you a little bit. So talk about how you grew up. Uh, you know, where'd you live in the States? Uh, you lived overseas. Where was that? And why did you move overseas? Yeah. So I was born in Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is a small place. I don't know if anyone's been there, but yeah. Um, so I started there and then we moved to Conway. We're there for about eight years, um, homeschooled, really got to just uh, live there and make um, good co-op friends and uh, kind of started there. And then back in 2005, Five, we moved to India. That was my first experience overseas. So it was pretty daunting and not sure what to expect because I was like, okay, here we go. Um, and so I was about eight years old when we left and we were in Hyderabad for about 13 months. Um, my dad was starting a business uh, with for English accent training for people there so they could get better jobs, so they could um, just get you know more money for their families and stuff. And so that was a really cool experience um, just for all of us because we were with a huge team. We were in this like three-story house. And um, so, yeah, we got to kind of live with like a bunch of, it was just a couple of married people. And there are a lot of just single college students who are either out of college or still in college. And so that was a great first overseas experience of just seeing on the Lord, um, showing us like, this is the nations. This is like how people are living overseas. Um, and so that we were there for 13 months, came back, Moved back to Conway, which has been still a great place uh, to live. And then uh, my dad went to a missions conference, I think, a couple years after that and got introduced to a guy who wanted to work with him in Thailand. Um, so I remember we came, coming back one day and he's like, okay, I have Chick-fil-A for everyone. And I'm like, oh, this is a big deal. We're, we're all going to sit Uh-oh. down. It's and the dad Chick-fil-A conversation. Sat us down, yeah. And we're like, hey, well, first off, where is Thailand? Like, don't even know where that is. We'd been overseas once, so we didn't have, you know, a huge, big geography, you know, where everything was. And so, um, yeah, he's like, hey, like, I think we're going to go here. And we're like, okay, like, you know, what are you supposed to say at 12 years old? Like, no, I don't want to go. But um, I think it was hard because we were a little bit older. We had kind of made more roots in Conway by that time. And so that was a little more nerve wracking. But I think having especially Hannah, who's my older sister, she was really confident in going and she didn't seem to be fearful of leaving. And so that, I think that helped Caleb and I, as we were, you know, figuring out like, should we like just agree and go or do we have concerns? I mean, we're 12, do we have um, our own personal ideas? And so uh, I think going to that, that was really helpful and how we decided to go. And so we packed our bags once again, sold everything that we had um, and we moved. My parents have been there almost nine years now. It was a crazy experience. I got to 
go to school there at a school called Grace International. And I went from eighth grade to 12th grade. And definitely the first two years, like any other, are a hard transition period for people. And so um, definitely struggled with, you know, making friends and figuring out uh, life there. And so after, I think about two years, I kind of started to really feel like I had made friends. I like kind of was growing in who I was personally. And so, yeah. So after I graduated high school, I came here to Fayetteville because my parents, again, like they, like you said, they have uh, been here. And so it's been great to be back for the last four years. And so, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Back to Arkansas. Yeah. I actually learned something. We have another connect is you and I were born in the same hometown. Oh, How about that? that's Jonesboro, super Arkansas. cool. Um, Okay, so you're in Fayetteville. Yeah. There's no doubt that you're you're moving from Thailand. Both of your parents have a business, have businesses there. Uh, mm-hmm. One more of a nonprofit, I guess. And um, and you've got to wonder, like you did in Thailand, am I going to make friends? Right. Is there going to be a community that I can be a part of? Yeah. And so, what a great setup for a ministry called Light Bears, right? Yeah. So you're introduced because your older sister and her now husband are students. Mm-hmm. So you talk about coming into Light Bears as a student wondering, you know, if you're going to make the right kind of friends or, or, and just maybe the impact that's had on your life. Yeah. So my freshman year, like it should be for everyone. It's just a rough, like you don't know what to expect from college because high school was, you know, you get to the top or you're a senior and everyone, you know, you feel pretty cool about yourself. And then you come back and you're like, I'm back at the bottom tier of life. And right. where do you start? Um, so again, with, there was a mixture of just transition for me per- personally of just coming back to the States and, oh, you know, thinking it'd be fine coming back after four years of being gone. But I had a reverse culture shock and it was really crazy. And so my freshman year was probably one of the hardest years of my life, which is obviously um, great to talk about now in terms of how much growth I had and how the Lord just, you know, taught me a lot. But I would probably never want to relive that, you know, year. But I think the Lord used me and really taught me some things about, you know, if everything you know is stripped away and everything, you know, people you love are just not here, you know, am I enough? And so I think that was kind of the theme of the year. And so after I finished my freshman year, my parents were like, hey, you should totally look into living at Libraries. And I'm like, I don't know. I got too many commitments because college just throws out you something like you should do this and you need to do that and you need to be, you know. And so I was like, where do I start with? Who do I get involved with? And who do I, you know? So I remember touring coming and just checking out the apartments and I was like, I don't know. And so, um, but then I finally decided to um, come and my sophomore year literally changed. It was a game changer. I was like, just convinced that I was going to be around people that were same minded in terms of what they believed in and what they were um, striving for. And that just was amazing to me. So yeah, I was super encouraged to start it and to see where it would take me as a student my sophomore year. So so you, you've been in the community three years. Yeah. Um, you were a student the first year, mm-hmm. a student, but as a house leader, your second year, what's house leader do at Light Bears? Yeah. So basically they're like a facilitator. I think it can come off really like I'm the mom or the dad of the house, but I think you want it to kind of be a safe haven for those students. Cause sometimes it's either their first year or it's a recurring student that's just also going to be a student again. And so for me personally, I just want it to, to be a safe haven. And so a house leader kind of just makes sure that the students are coming to institute, that they're um, meeting with their mentor, that they're just being consistent in what they're doing. And they're not, um, you know, just they're having that accountability almost. And so that was really cool for me to to not feel like, hey, you have to tell me what you're doing every second of the day, but that I'm here for you. And, that you know, if you need to talk, I'm here too. So that was a cool experience for me to kind of be there and kind of help out. 
from a house leader, you became an intern. You've got this great progression here. So you were an intern last year. Uh, what was that like? Oh, that was so fun. We, again, didn't kind of know as interns what to expect of, you know, what our roles would be, because I think prior other years they had kind of switched up what the internship would look like. And so um, it was really great. We kind of just were um, involved in helping out with Institute, like being there early, getting things set up, um, being really intentional with other students that were new, just where we even sit at Institute, like, hey, I'm going to sit at this table tonight rather than where I've been the last, you know, couple weeks. And so just being more intentional, uh, we got to dive into a lot of more books just because I feel like personally I don't read if I am not told to read. So that was good for me to like be, hey, like we're going to read this book and go through it. And there were a ton of books. I was like, I'm going to like recommend these books to other people because they're just really, even some of them were small, but were powerful. Um, and so that was a great aspect of the internship. And then towards the fall, we were starting to support raise for our trip for the coming May. And so that was a great opportunity for us to be starting to learn how to support raise. What does that look like for a short-term mission trip? Um, we were going to India, and so we were all pumped. And I hadn't actually been back since um, 2005, so that was really exciting for me to look forward to and uh, to get to share with people what I'm doing this that year. And so, um, so yeah, we were preparing for that. And then, but basically, Bethany in particular, she um, was really just pouring into us too of you know, hey, how can we help you? an intern. And so I just felt like it was really much more intentional than a house leader role. And so we really just got to grow in our faith and just grow in um, understanding more about light bears too. So. Yeah. And if you're going to be a student and a house leader and an intern, you might as well take the next step, right? And that's where you are today, right? So as of uh, last Monday, so you're about 10 days in, uh, you're a staff member of light bears. So welcome to staff. And uh, we're really excited. You've taken a role as a communications assistant for us for the year sort of a, um, an apprenticeship with Light Bears. So it seems like if I look at your story, and we've talked about this, you know, even in the interviews and just praying together about if this is something God would have, you just have a unique track to get to where you are. So you've got, just, just speak about maybe in general, the idea of, you know, your experience, your background, your upbringing, that really gets you pretty, pretty jazzed about what you're doing right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I finished college thinking I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted to do with my life and which I think most people do because you're like okay I've been doing this for the last four years I should be pretty excited about going to the workforce and just doing this for the rest of your life but I think uh, as college students we need to be prepared to be flexible and say hey like you know we may get a degree but we may not even use it and that's okay I think we get fearful that if we don't then we've made the wrong decision we've chosen the wrong path and everything down from there we'll just go downhill but um so yeah I think just in terms of living overseas and getting to really see uh, God's heart for the nations and then kind of picking my major actually out of working with kids uh, in Thailand with ministry trips that kind of just started the track of, okay, I want to work with kids, maybe go back overseas. And so through college, I uh, was just like pumped to figure out like, Hey, am I going to go back overseas or am I going to be here working with kids? And so that was kind of just up and down. And then after I finished college, I started a job that was with kids, which was a really cool experience, learned a lot, but just felt like it wasn't where I was passionate. And after even finishing the program with Lightbears last year, I was like, man, I just feel like it's weird that I'm not in the program, which is like cool, but also like, Hey, I also need to move on. Cause you know, I don't want to be here for forever. So, um, but yeah, so I think the Lord's just been really sweet of being like, okay, like I do think you have a heart for the nations. And I think, you know, eventually I might get to go back and where does that play a part in my life? Is it now or is it in 10 years? And so I think this job and taking this has been just really cool of like the Lord's gonna at least continue to grow me in my faith and grow me in 
ministry and how I can learn how to support Ray's as someone out of college. And so how that will play into me going overseas or not. And I think this is going to be a great opportunity for me. So what are the, some of the things you're going to do as a communications assistant? We've, you know, I know you have some visions for us, like, you know, some things you're going to be involved in. And of course, um, you know, uh, some things we've lined out for you. So what are some things you're going to be focusing on for the organization? Yeah. So kind of starting out, I feel like I've been kind of given a lot of not, they don't, aren't odd jobs, but they are in terms of just kind of they're everywhere. But so for sure, helping out with social media, kind of revving that up so that we can, you know, even for podcasts, just making sure people are hearing that we do have them and that um, how impactful they can be. Um, I'm also going to be touching on some alumni stuff, making sure that people who have done the program are still feeling like they're involved and that what they've done has been impactful. Um, And then even for donors of people who are investing in us financially. And so um, yeah, I'm kind of be, be touching and kind of just helping Tori and um, Brett just kind of where they need me to be helping out with just small things and just also just learning a lot personally with uh, Photoshop and all that kind of stuff. Just uh, some new things I haven't even done before. So that's also exciting because it's a lot of stuff I haven't tried. And so I think that will be cool. And then also just I feel like because I've been here for so long, I have so much more knowledge that I feel like I can add and just, you know, my experience. So that's exciting. Yeah, it is. You know, we talk about how God chooses to communicate with us. He took the initiative. So you know, he, he communicates in various ways, primarily the scripture, right? And so just doing communication well really honors God well. We do it with excellence. And, um, and, and we have a passion for the students like you, students like, you know, Brett Arndt, who's the campus director that was over, you know, the program you did, who was also one of our students. You mentioned Tori, who's our operations manager. She also was a former student of ours. And so to see those stories continue more and more and to know that you're in this role, it's exciting for, for all of us as a staff because the need is huge. You know, the workload is, is big. And so um, those who touch areas of communications now are celebrating your arrival more than anybody, you know, and it's, it's a real answer to prayer. You know, we've prayed for, for a while for, um, you know, a position like this and, and, and particularly that God would just call faithful people to us, people that can give us wisdom and, and work hard and honor him with, uh, you know, matching our culture and the values that he's given us. And so, so I'm excited you're on, on board. So I really am. And I'm so glad that we could just chat for a second. I think, um, you know, it's going to be a great year. It'd be fun to get back together at the end of your year and to see what you've learned and, and to kind of bear testimony of things that you've been involved in. And who knows what the Lord is doing here, right? Like you didn't think you'd be here now, you know, a few months ago and, and a year has a, is a long time for life to play out, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Anything can happen, literally. Well, great. Well, this has been a great conversation with Becca Hambrice. Uh, we're excited that she's on our staff. Just can't wait to see her continue the impact she's already made. We love your joy. We love your smile. We love your work ethic. You know, we, we made the comment um, without you around, but it was very positive that we love how you just you just jump right in, you know, in our meetings and you bring you bring some neat things to bear. You're not afraid to share opinion, but you're gracious in all of it. And and uh, and so there's a lot of enthusiasm around uh, your position. And so we're glad you're here. Well, thanks for letting me be a part. I'm excited. Thanks. Well, great. Well, great talking to you. And we'll uh, sign off with that. You've been listening to the Light Bears Institute podcast, a production of Light Bears Ministries. For more information, visit lightbears.com. Music.